The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio. The Voice of an Awakening World. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of well, hello, everybody, and welcome back for another episode. This is the first Thursday of the month, so that makes it Ask Suzanne and Sanaya time. I have a bunch of callers in the queue waiting to ask questions, and these are questions that will apply to everyone. This is not for personal readings, although if the advice will help anyone, you can ask for advice for personal issues in that regard. I will tune into my guide, Sanaya, if there are any questions that I can't answer myself, but they're going to be helping with everyone, I guarantee you. I also have little slips of paper here on which I'll be writing the names of those whose calls I take, and at the end of the hour, I'll make a little drawing here, and whoever's name I draw will get their choice of one of my online courses from my website. So the number to call in is 816-251-3555. And we're recording this for Zoom so I can put it on my YouTube channel later. Uh, those of you watching it in video, this was recorded live. Don't call the number now. <laughs> you might wake somebody up in the middle of the night. So we have several callers waiting. We're just going to dive right in. And Sarah, I believe you've been waiting the longest time. So welcome to the show. Hi, Suzanne. Thank you so much for taking everyone's questions and calls. And, you know, like everyone, you're amazing. And just thank you for everything you put out into the world. Um, I have so many questions for you, but I'll just pick one. Um, I've never actually called your show before, so. Um, We're happy to have you here. Yeah, I have a, yeah thank you so much. Um, yeah, I just have a question I get a little confused about. When, you know, you think about soul planning and what the soul plan is, And as you move through your life, trying to understand if there is a way to um, evaluate things as as being part of the soul's plan or being sort of like free will and random. Like I've had like amazingly magical, impossible things happen to me. And I've also had amazingly impossible setbacks. (laughs) And, And I guess I just sometimes wonder, you know, like you're moving in one direction and the wind is at your back and everything's going great. Or the wind is against you, you know, and I, I always like the question comes into my mind always, especially when the wind is against you, is this a sign that I should move in another direction or should I just persevere, keep trying? I mean, you always hear about, you know, entrepreneurs, like they, they persevere against all kinds of obstacles and, and 
yeah, I think I always just like I'm never sure. I'm like, am I fighting some like order of the universe that's trying to move in this direction, or should I just keep moving in this direction and not give up? It's good that you're paying attention to how life is flowing because that absolutely is the way the universe speaks to you. I work with two wonderful assistants, Bev and Lynette, and we are always on guard for are we hitting a wall or are things flowing? Because we get in our human minds ideas of the best way, but the soul and the universe has the greater perspective. When we don't listen to that, we just keep coming up against resistance, obstructions, or that wind in your face kind of feeling that you're describing there. But when you are going in accordance with the plan, whatever that plan may be, when we may even wander off of the greater soul plan, but if it's still going to help the highest good of you and those around you, things will absolutely flow. So I, I meant to tell people at the beginning of the show that I just put on my homepage a new e-guide to finding help and healing now. And it's where do I begin is the title. And just up until the last moment, things were flowing. Then all of a sudden we ran into all kinds of electronic glitches. And I literally said to Bev, we need to take a step back and say, what's the challenge here? What are we not seeing? And uh, we did take a step back, just left it alone. And the next morning I got a message from my guides that said, it's all about the timing. You weren't supposed to release it yesterday. It's supposed to be today and you'll understand why. Bev went back in and everything okay. fell right into place on the date. So do what you're doing, okay. Sarah. Just keep paying attention. Is it flowing or not? And for everybody, when your life is not flowing, when you keep hitting those walls or obstacles, Stop, step back, and surrender. Turn it over to the universe and ask, what is the best direction for me now? What do I need to know? What am I being told? Okay. And so, like, say, for example, you're an entrepreneur and you keep, like, you know, it's, they're challenges. So how do you, so do you, so you, it's just like, it's not that you give up, but that you just pause and, and kind of, like, ask for guidance. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are going to be challenges all the time. It's not one challenge and you give up. One challenge is just pay attention here. And asking for guidance as a habit is one of the best habits you can get into. That shows that you realize okay. you're not alone, that help is available. It's when it's one thing after another. Uh, a great okay. example I can remember is when we were putting together our Messages of Hope summer tour one year and Bev got back to me and she said, Suzanne, I kept trying to find a place to do an event in San Diego like you asked and it's just not working. I keep hitting a wall and I said, whoa, Bev, that's our sign. You just stop right there. And right after we gave up, it turned out that my mother needed to have surgery and it was going to happen right when I was supposed to be in San Diego. You see, the universe oh. had the bigger picture. If I had right. pushed ahead and spite of those obstacles and scheduled it, I would not have been able to go home and be with my mom. So, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Take, take those challenges as beautiful signs. Okay. Okay. Is, are any of them just kind of random though? Like you just say, like there's, there is free will. Like are some of the things oh, that yes. happen in, in like, absolutely. Like we, and just had, because... we just had like a, a, a thing happen that was just kind of impossible. Like it was just like really small chances that something went wrong and it went wrong. And we're just kind of like, what happened? And so I don't know, like, was it, is it some, is it sometimes things just kind of randomly happen or is it always part of well, the plan? 
randomness is a result of free will. So that could be somebody else's free will choice that interferes with you. And if ultimately, okay. the, because the greater good will prevail, if it's some change in your plan is going to benefit someone else, then that's going to be allowed to happen. So that's why please continue okay. to look for bigger continuing patterns of obstacles, not just the random ones. All right. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, Suzanne. I much appreciate it. You're welcome. Nice to talk to you, Sarah. Bye-bye. Nice to talk to you. Bye-bye. All righty. Let's see. We have Florida in Michigan. That's actually Florida's name, and she is in Michigan. I've had you on the show before, and you're on again, Florida. Welcome. Hello. Hello, Suzanne. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm putting your name on one of my little drawing cards here. Thank you How so can much we help for everything. You today? For it's everything always good you to do. connect with you. Yes. Um, one question for me. One question. One uh, of your followers, she said she couldn't get to the show, so up to you. My question is, does the soul choose what they it passes on? And the lady's question was, Wait, what on. is deja vu? Florida, you have two questions? Yeah. Yeah, I can only handle one at a one time. We'll get to the second one. So the first one, does the soul choose the day on which it passes? I'm asking the team that one. That What I hear is there is no set answer. For some souls, it's an absolute choice because there's meaning in it for those around that person, for the incarnated part of the soul. In other cases, I'm being shown hands going out. There's a window in that that, that time period is important and a choice but not the specific date so each one unique but there is definitely uh, soul awareness in the timing for all concerned okay thank you next okay. question is one of your followers uh what is deja vu thank you very much and i love you and i love all you do thank you have a wonderful day bye-bye Okay, well, that's awesome that she's the medium here for somebody in physical form, the intermediary. What is deja vu? So I know that we could give the dictionary answer, but I'm asking the team right now. And we know it as that when we have a feeling that we've been somewhere before. And the guides say it's the soul's awareness filtering down into human awareness. Often there is a past life connection, but it is a connection with another node in the matrix of all creation that's coming into human awareness. So celebrate those moments, the guides say, that show you that you're not a standalone being, but interconnected with all that is. All right. Very nice. Thank you. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. I love these question and answer shows because I get to feel all of your love and the energy of everybody and there's a vibrancy when we all get together live like this. So our next caller is from Arkansas, Emerson. Welcome to the show. Hi. Uh, Suzanne, yes, I'm a huge fan. And the question is, is the practice of praying in tongues still relevant for belief today? Is the practice of praying in tongues, you're going to have to repeat the second part, still what today? Is it still relevant for believers is it still today? Relevant. Any, let me get this from the guys. 
any practice that reveals the presence of a greater reality will always be relevant. And that's what praying in tongues is, is when suddenly in an ability that is not innate to the person that is displaying that ability suddenly becomes apparent with no other explanation than that that person is not limited and separate from the all but a part of that and that source is flowing through them in a miraculous way that others notice so anything that brings that awareness to us at any time is going to be relevant great question okay very good thank you very much you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. All righty. That was fun. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. I was a foreign language major and uh, had to study pretty hard to learn those languages. Imagine having that just suddenly come out of your mouth. And I understand that sometimes they're, in, they're non-decipherable, undecipherable, whatever the word is, <laughs> speaking of language, uh, languages, but that doesn't make it any less amazing pretty cool let's move on to patty from illinois welcome to the show hi suzanne thanks for having me uh, on the show today i'll get right to it um i'd like to give uh i like to give thanks and gratitude when i receive a sign or message from beyond the veil and this is going to sound funny but you know, I feel like I'm accepting the Academy Award because I, I don't know, I don't want to leave anyone out. So I thank <laughs> God and FG, who I think is my my guide, uh, you know, tribe of mentors, teachers, masters, angels, universe. But what can I say to kind of catch everybody? <laughs> I love this. I hope everybody can feel that energy <laughs> like I do. You just this, this fountain of gratitude. So those <laughs> thank of you. Spirit- Here's a big thing that I'm sensing from you, Patty, that there's a little bit of worry that you'll leave somebody out. You don't have yes. to worry because your gratitude comes with the recognition <laughs> of this, whatever that specific gift is that you're thankful for. And those who are responsible for it will take that credit. The fact that you give credit is just a beautiful <laughs> exchange of energy between the dimensions and really brings you into coherence, uh, resonance with the higher realms. Gratitude instantly aligns us with the soul and higher. So you could say, thank you, Santa Claus, <laughs> as long as it's for whatever that gift is you're acknowledging and it will be felt by the recipient. But you're asking specifically for words that will make sure that whoever it's from you just really just say to the source of this gift i thank you and it goes out from the heart and with that all-encompassing intention it will be received by the source oh wonderful thank you so much for your time what a beautiful I appreciate it beautiful question <laughs> and, a, and a, a beautiful message that all of us can enjoy and take part in so thanks patty oh. My pleasure. Thank you. And by the way, I subscribed for your class that started yesterday, and I can't wait to get through it. I'm so oh. excited. How did you so, like module one? I haven't. I, I did it last night, so I, I got the video to listen to this evening. So I got oh. to it late, so I missed the live class, but I'm going to listen to it this evening, and I can't wait. Oh, it was really high energy. For those of you who don't know what Patty's talking about, it's my class sponsored by the shift network called sacred evidence-based mediumship it's seven modules over nine weeks because of the holidays first lesson was last 
night, but it is not too late to sign up. They're going to be taking registrations for the next two weeks because those courses are recorded as well. So if you want more information, just go to my website on the homepage. Right under the opening banner is a link to the uh, course information page for Sacred Evidence-Based Mediumship. I could just feel the energy from everybody involved and my team was helping me. So it's just such a blessing to share what we know that love never dies and we can connect with those who have transitioned. Yes. All right. Thanks, Patty. Absolutely. Enjoy the course. All right. Thank you. I'll do that. Thanks, Suzanne. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So next we have Maria in Connecticut. As I write your name on a little piece of paper for my drawing. Maria, welcome to the show. Hello. Do you hear me, Suzanne? I do. Loud and clear. Oh, my gosh. This is the luckiest day of my life. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, I hope you have had luckier days than this. But <laughs> Well, no, no. I'm just very excited to talk to you. I love you. Thank you. Thank um, you. My question is, um, a couple of days ago, I had a remote healing done for my son who has bipolar disorder. And the healer told me that energetically, um, she sees a lot of spiritual warfare coming against him. She said he doesn't really have bipolar. He has all these discordant energies that are holding him in bondage. And so, you know, one of the things my son has struggled with for many years is suicidal thinking. So my question is, what is, you know, Sanaya's thought about spiritual warfare and why certain people get targeted and how do we help someone like that? I am so glad you called and I'm calling on spirit to just raise the vibration of everybody listening to this and especially to you. And thank you. I have to learn how I have to tune into how to say this without sounding judgmental okay being a language major tuning into spirit regularly i'm acutely aware of how important word choice is for words carry energy yeah and combining spiritual and warfare in one term is so discordant to me that i feel mm -hmm. this tension in my entire being in my torso here uh, when I feel that that is not aligned with truth it's not aligned okay. with the soul those are human okay. terms and I would upgrade that uh, yeah, I'm going to have to tune in to see what it's I'm going to have to tune in to see what the, the healer actually meant by that but holding him in bondage is another term that just makes all of my insides cringe there so let's just dive yeah. into this the soul comes here for experiences knowing that the earthly realm is filled with duality ups and downs and when i see in a reading an up and down motion like charades that means that a person here or someone who passed dealt with or is dealing with bipolar meaning greater than normal ups and downs so that to me is a soul who chose to really experience the incredible extremes that we can be exposed to as humans some souls yes. are actually advised by their spirit guides you know this is a very challenging 
body you're going to enter into because it's going to be wired a little differently or have some chemical imbalances that may cause you to have those extreme up and downs. You may even consider taking your life. Are you sure you're up for the challenge? And the souls agree and come in and have those experiences. So it's great to remind some that they were really brave souls and decided to take this on. Let's let's mm -hmm. take it to the as far as we can and learn as much and evolve as much from these experiences. So it, instead of seeing it as a curse, if we saw it as someone who's, who says, I'm up for the challenge, even when it gets incredibly hard, there is, there's purpose in that we learn from, grow from our challenges, but very, yes. very hard when we go through it. So really important that your son and you know that they came here willingly, but with the help of guides and helpers in the spirit realm who would not let them take this on alone. So I would encourage him to get some practice for asking for help from the higher realms. Our challenges are not solved from this level. Spiritual warfare let's just call this earthly challenges and get rid of the whole warfare term just don't there's not even a substitute for those those words maria okay i would mm -hmm. like you to banish that from your vocabulary not give it any power and just say these are greater than normal challenges that as a soul he actually welcomed for the full experience of being fully human with all the ups and downs but they are not What's the word? Insuperable? I can't even think of the word, speaking of words. Insurmountable. Insurmountable, thank you. And no one is held in bondage except by our own thoughts. And if somebody puts in your thoughts somebody else that you're held in bondage and you believe that, you're still a prisoner to your own thoughts. I'd love for you to empower your son to own his personal power as a direct expression of the source, to ask for help from source and from loving healers here who can empower him to say, I am the light and I am free to make my own choices. Nothing can hold me prisoner or in bondage and any thought form that tries to tell me otherwise must go away now. Do you feel the power in that, the strength, but also the love? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. And how and how can I support him? Just exactly what in I that. said. Empower him that he's not a prisoner, he's not a victim. Remind him as often as possible that his soul is okay. perfect. His soul is is whole and shining and that he has mm -hmm. helpers at the soul level and beyond who he just needs to ask for and that anything that gives him fear, I hope that everybody listening can apply this to your own lives and that of those in their, and those challenges of those in their lives to know that, let me see, I thought lost my train there as I lost my words. All of us are guided at all times and just simply need to call on our guides for help. No challenge is solved at the level at which it originated. So if he feels his challenges are here in physical form, let him learn to trust that he is not only human. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you, Suzanne. Just, just, just okay. flood him with love, support, and be on the lookout for words or thoughts he says that are limiting and help him find new words 
if he's open to it. A very important thing is this is his path and part of yours is letting him learn through trial and error, which is really how humans grow. Yeah, which is a hard thing as a parent very to stand by and watch the trial and error. It's painful. Very hard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we all just send you, you lots of love and healing energy for you and your son. Okay. Oh, I need it so much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Whew. So we have about three minutes left. I'm hesitant to take another caller. I have several of you waiting, so don't give up on me yet. I'm going to just tell a story so that I don't have to interrupt you with the break. But I remember being really exhausted after a workshop one time and last thing I wanted to do was work really hard because I was tired, but I decided to go for a mountain bike ride just to recharge and get some fresh air. So I said to Ty, let's go for a nice easy ride. So we went to a trail that was nice and flowy and we're having a good time. But all of a sudden we started hitting some roots and some rocks and I'm getting jarred around and I'm getting more and more irritable because I'm thinking, I'm out here to get relaxed and this is bothering me. This is supposed to be fun and relaxing. And I heard this booming voice come into my head and it said, it's a mountain bike trail for God's sake. And it was so unexpected that I burst out laughing. So first of all, that's how you know it's not your your imagination. People are always asking me that. How do I know it's not my imagination? Because you never expected it. The timing and the message is helpful. So I hope this message is helpful for all of you that we may expect life to flow and to be perfect and not to have such extreme ups and downs and have all these challenges. And we think it's our divine right to have happiness all the time. But it's life for God's sake was the message that I got from on high. Life has ups and downs and roots and rocks and bumps and challenges and the fact that I could laugh at that message just recalibrated me right away and I just went with the flow literally I found a mountain bike is a great analogy for life if we grip the handlebars too tightly we're more prone to fall off to have an accident if we just relax and actually ask to be guided it's amazing how the bike will almost ride itself. So great analogy for life. Try to figure out where you're just hanging on a little bit too tightly. Realize that you're not the only one riding that bike, that you always have helpers. Your guides are with you all the time. Life will have its bumps and its challenges, but you don't have to do it alone. So we're going to take a break now for just a few minutes. And I hope you'll come back. We have several callers, and you can be one of them. 816-251-3555. See you in a few. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, 
a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Hey, everybody. So it's S. Suzanne and Sanaya episode today, first Thursday of every month. And if it seems funny that I can just tune into my guides like that and they're right here, it's because all there is is here and consciousness. You are so connected with everyone that exists, but most especially with anybody you have ever encountered and especially those you know very well. It's why you know what's going on with your family members when you aren't even with them. The funniest thing happened, I put it on Facebook last night. Ty and I were sitting at dinner just chatting about ordinary things and suddenly into my mind popped the image, the awareness of a dear friend of mine, Candace Blair. She helped me at my recent Unity Village retreat by doing sound healing. And I looked at Ty and I said, Candace just thought of me. Now, you see, when you can come to know that it's not that you thought of whatever came into your mind, that it works the other way as well. When someone thinks of you, their thought waves enter your energy field and you become aware of them. And so I immediately texted Candace right there at the dinner table and I said, just picked up on you thinking about me. Notice how I did it with total confidence and knowing that was what was happening. And she texted back and she said, oh my God, just this moment, I made a note to reach out to you soon. And I said, well, now you don't have to because I picked right up on you. So just imagine how when you think of someone and send them love, what a difference that makes in our world. So sending love to all of you who are calling in today. We have callers waiting. I hope I can get to all of you, but let's just move along then. Daniel in Texas, welcome to the show. Hey, Susan, can you hear me? I can. How can we help you today? Uh, yeah, I just uh, found out about you this past week, and I figured I'd call in. Um, I've been meditating for a while, but now I'm uh, doing your teachings. And uh, I guess I'm just asking, like, uh, I've yet to have, like, a real, um, you know, spiritual experience, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I just want to know, like, what's the most efficient way for me to, like, uh, connect to my guide? Oh, wow. Intention is number one after having the belief that that is possible. So examine your thoughts and make sure that there's nothing standing in the way that you might think that you couldn't do that or you're not worthy. That's a big one for some people, but I don't feel it in your case. Go to my website uh, right on the home page is this new e-guide that I spoke of in the first half of the show. It's called, Where Do I Begin? And you'll leaf through there and find quite a few free meditation sources that I have. Any one of those, if you use those with the intention of connecting with a guide, will be a super resource for you. 
Um, okay. So intention and then uh, where do I begin on your homepage? Yeah. All right. And then, uh, and this is just like a quick yes or no question. This will be another question for next time I call. Um, do I, uh, do, on these live broadcasts, are you, are you like, if I were to ask a question, can your guides answer it? They do. You, they, right my guides now? can, but I, I ask people not to ask specific questions about their own personal life because the purpose of the show, number one, is to help everybody. And number two, I don't like what we call drive-by readings where I don't have the time to really tune in beautifully to you and make sure I get the deepest answer and the right one for you. Okay? Okay. All right. All cool. Right. Thank you. Thanks for calling, Daniel. Bye-bye. All right. Let's move on to Katie in New York. Welcome, Katie. Hi. Hi. Hi, Susan. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Um, my question is very similar to your to Daniel, the previous caller. Um, I have been meditating for a couple of years now. I you are new to me. I found you over the summer. I think um, I've watched every video, listened to every meditation. I love your sip. Um, I do that every day. That's the six-minute <laughs> meditation my, for those of you who don't know that one. Yes, yeah. I love it. Um, really it, it. That really helped me um, realize that I don't have to spend a half hour or 20 minutes when I don't have it. Um, but my question is, I, um, I've been asking for a particular sign, and I don't get it. Um, and I, so I'm wondering if it's me that's blocking it or am I not paying attention to the other signs that I think I might be getting? Okay. Making any so sense. you don't have to okay. reveal anything that's too personal here, but what are you trying to achieve with that sign? What is the sign going to validate for you? That, um, that everything's okay. <laughs> that, that my issue that I'm going through right now is Okay. Okay. So could be that you're asking for too challenging of a sign. One time I asked okay. somebody and they said, well, I was asking for something to fall off the shelf on the wall. And I actually broke out mm -hmm. laughing because that's asking too much from the spirit world. Right. So mm -hmm. make sure it's something that is actually realistic. Yeah, right? a cardinal. Yeah, they, I was cardinal. asking for a so bird. So that's night. pretty realistic. Yeah. But, um, mm -hmm. And it could be a cardinal that doesn't have to be a live one either. It could just show up on a card. So that's all right. Good to know that. Right. So mm -hmm. then if you are asking and you're looking and your heart is open, then this is time to ask your guides. So I'm not getting my sign. What is the message here? What do I, what, how do I need to change my path, if at all? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Don't think there's anything okay. wrong. Just keep working with it and trust, trust, yeah. trust the process. I, trust is hard. I doubt myself all the time. Like I, I see numbers, but I, I justify it as well. I'm sitting at my desk and I just see the clock because I'm sitting at my desk and there's the clock on the computer. So I see one 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 or one 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 a lot or you know twelve thirty four those kind of things. But then I yeah. just like. Well, maybe that's not real because I'm just happen to be looking at the clock. <laughs> well, what's that? What does your heart feel like when you see that eleven eleven? I I 
I believe that it's true that it's, it's my a little angel. it's this little lift right that's that's speaking through your heart it's like oh I'm right. part of something bigger what made me look right. just then why did I notice that so you're connecting and trust is absolutely part of the path so could it be that you're supposed to trust without getting your sign mm. yeah that's what I'm wondering yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Well, let's thank ask, you so let's much. Let's ask the angels right now to give you some kind of sign. Let's ask for a different one, and you practice surrendering and trusting and see what happens, and let me know. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you, Susan. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. I'm loving talking to all of you today, those of you who are calling in, and those of you listening, thanks for being with us. Let's talk to Linda in California. Oh, boy. Hi, <laughs> Hi, Suzanne. First of all, Hi, I want Linda. to say thank you so. I, I I just want to say thank you so much for everything that you do for your videos, for your meditations, everything that you offer, and everything that's on your website for free. So can I can so I just Suzanne. extend that thank you to my wonderful husband Ty, who definitely yeah. sacrifices for me to be able to do this work and uh, we're, we're in it together and I couldn't uh, do it all without him. So we both thank you. Yeah, they are great. I have a supportive one too. <laughs> um, what a blessing. I, yeah. I also have a question that um, probably many of us are wondering about. So um, years ago I was told this and for some reason I never checked into it. I didn't trust anyone enough to check into it. But I was told that there are doctor souls that you can uh, meditate to and request that they evaluate your problem, you know, your body problem, whatever physical problem it might be, and treat it while you sleep. What do you think? Well, what I think is irrelevant and what I think would not be nearly as important as what I discern when I ask my guides this question. So I'm actually tuning in as you were asking the question. And the guides say that you may call them doctor souls, but we also might call them angels. Huh. And it's your intention to receive a healing that would make this possible. The level of belief must be very high and most definitely there are those who served as physicians in physical life who are assisting in this process some who see souls can see the doctors actually gathered around the physical form performing their ministrations the guides say understand that healing takes place in various ways and as it serves the greater good. So absolutely try that process. That's the feeling that try it, but with the highest possible belief you can garner, that healing will take place in that way. Terrific. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome. (laughs) Interesting. Thank you for that question. You sure. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Rosa in New York. Hi, Rosa, and welcome. Thank you so much, Suzanne. Happy holidays, dear Suzanne. All the best to you. I can't believe it's (laughs) December. 
<laughs> and thank you for everything. You're such a bright, shining light, Suzanne. Such a beautiful example to all of us. Well, we <laughs> all have it in us. I, my greatest joy is to see that light in others. And if I can play any role in that, I'm, I'm grateful. So, Suzanne, um, to strengthen my awareness of the connection with my divine being and receive the guidance clearly, is it best to also address my spirit guides, angels, to support me in uh, being as clear as possible to receive the guidance of my divine being? Absolutely, because... In doing so, you're showing that you know you are more than just human. You know that there is a greater reality, that you're connected with guides and angels. And by calling on them, you're already elevating your energy to connect with higher levels. So you're connecting with your own higher self. And all of us are the direct expressions of that one divine being, as you call it, that one field of consciousness, that one source, God, whatever you want to call it. By talking to and calling on your guides and angels at the higher levels, you align with them, and that makes the connection more clear. Okay. And is there a... Sorry? Just keep doing what you're doing. You have a lovely energy and I can tell that you trust and your intentions are just divine. So don't worry so much, the guides say. Okay. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care, Rosa. All right, we are getting to almost everybody. Lynn in Virginia, you're on the air, welcome. Hi, thank you. I had to turn my phone up so I could hear. Um, I sent you an email, too, because I didn't know how to call in, so I'm just going to read it to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, my mother passed last year, not from COVID, but she was 95, mm -hmm. and my 33-year-old cousin passed unexpectedly a week ago. It was my second cousin. I have read that people are met across the veil by a relative. So the first part of my question is, do you agree with that? Oh, I don't have to agree. I know. I do readings and loved ones who I don't know who have passed, they come in to show they met someone. Just the very last reading I did, I had a gentleman come in, I knew it was my client's father or father-in-law, and he showed me that he met my client's young daughter across the veil. Turns out my client did have a daughter across the veil and the grandfather wanted to make sure he knew she did not pass alone. This happens all the time and, and any medium will tell you that's how it is. That That is my sense of it. We were fortunate enough to be on Zoom with my mother. She was in the hospital in another state for 16 hours. She was comatose, but at least we got to be with her. And I, I didn't see spirits come when she passed, but I sensed it. So um, thank you for that. And then I have also read that um, our loved ones interact on the other plane as if they're here. And I've heard your story. I've listened to a lot of your videos about the man who golfed here but then lost a leg, and so he was golfing on the other side. That's right. 
So are they gathering? Like, do our families um, get together on the other side? I've heard other mediums say they're all sitting down to dinner. They're doing the same things that they did here. That that depends on each soul and each soul story that they're that they're expressing through that incarnation and if you have a lot of conflict and the person hasn't evolved yet enough to have understood what's most important you don't have to get together with people if there was for example abuse in the family but if people love each other they're going to create those same loving reunions across the veil until it no longer serves the purpose and they just rejoice as souls without having to go through the roles it's just this beautiful dance of spirit arising as the stories that we that we so enjoy here and continuing across the veil i highly recommend you you go to my website and check out the book awakening it's a free ebook uh, you can find it in that e-guide where do i begin that i spoke about awakening has an amazing story about what levels we go through across the veil something that i downloaded from my guide sanaya some channeling there uh, going back to your previous question lynn as to whether we're met across the veil, you can read so many accounts of people in hospice who see loved ones taking their last breath, who actually look up and call out the name of somebody across the veil because they see them coming to get them. When my dad was uh, unconscious in hospice and never regained consciousness, standing at the foot of his bed before I knew that I would be working as a medium, had no idea I had this ability, I smelled my grandmother's perfume. And I know now that that was her, her energy field that I became aware of, and she had come to help my dad across the veil. So all of these stories are very comforting, but they're not stories. They're actually, actually how it works, all right? Love that story. Thank you so much for sharing it. And I do have the awakening on my computer. I just haven't gotten to it. And I did get your email today, so I will go to that one you've been telling us about. Very so, good. Uh, a friend of mine told me about you right after my mother passed, and I did see on the website that you last week or the last time you talked about parents who had lost children. That last, I think it's on the website. Um, oh yes. One of your programs. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Because this 33-year-old who died, his, that was just a week ago. His family is devastated, of course. So I was going to listen to that recording. Um, yep, that was last week's episode, and it's based on Helping Parents Heal, uh, HelpingParentsHeal.org, their latest book, uh, Life to Afterlife. So check out the archives and also my YouTube channel for that one. Oh, great. I'll do that. Thank you so much. I appreciate you taking my call. All right. Take care. Okay. How about we move on to Laura in Rhode Island? Welcome. Oh, thank you. Thanks for um, taking my call. I really appreciate it. And um, as an aside, I definitely want to thank you for that answer about the spiritual warfare, because I had a very, um, I had attended a lecture on that by a priest not long ago, and it really threw me off. Um, so, well, I, I want to clarify this because I called my assistant Lynette on the break just to give my mind a break, and. 
she was telling me that spiritual warfare is this religious term and I said well I wouldn't know that because I was not raised with any religion and the beauty of that is that the answer therefore came straight from the guides it didn't have to be filtered through any belief system that I was taught by anyone so I love that that is so affirming honestly I mean I don't want to put my personal stuff but I did have a huge miracle shortly thereafter that helped clarify it for me and everything you just said kind of reiterated that for me and, and, and validated it. So thank you. And if it's me, I'm sure there are other people thinking about that as your assistant knew. You know, it's a term. It's a thing, apparently. So thank you. Um, may I just ask, I had taken your class a year ago. And I remember in the class when you got to the module about connecting with your loved ones that you said, you know, don't necessarily do it every day. Try to set a time. I think I also heard you say when you were trying to connect with your daughter that you did practice every day. And so I don't know if I should try to every day do it until I can get a connection or just okay. kind of measure it. The difference there is I absolutely practice presence, focus, expanding my awareness, and sitting in the silence every day. In the very beginning, my sole purpose, <laughs> my sole intention as a double meaning there was right. to connect with Susan what I was saying in class is if you want to have a set period to to practice writing what your loved ones say to to have a say to you to have a long conversation with them let's maybe do that once a week to make it a really special focused long session but in the meantime practice presence and focus and silence every day which is why just my sip of the divine practice i have that youtube video about that is so perfect for just a three-minute practice every day that's what that's the difference there okay yeah thank you and the bless me method should be reserved then maybe for the times when you really are trying to connect with your loved one the bless me method is my seven step process for connecting with higher consciousness and you can use that even for a short meditation that's really useful when you want to get into a more expanded state than just a quick drop in for three minutes so i use the bless me method personally every day for my meditation even if my meditation is only going to be eight minutes because it takes me into that nice expanded state reminds me why I'm doing this, helps me shift, and it's just a nice methodical method of flowing, dancing with spirit. Right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the clarification. Good, good. There was one other thing I wanted to say about that, though, that the... Oh, don't set aside the intention to hear from your loved ones. Don't say, only come to me once a week. Always be <laughs> open to them. But it's that let's have a dedicated conversation, but it doesn't have to be every day. That's kind of letting your loved one off the hook and giving you a break as well. So oh, Yeah, we I was a naggy wife when he was here, so I probably don't need to be nagging him in spirit, too. <laughs> uh -huh. But thank you very but much. He might be used to that and would just love to drop in on you anytime. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> thank right. you. Well, thank I appreciate you. it. All righty. Bye-bye. Let's see. 56 minutes. I only have three minutes to go, but let's see what Chris has to say. Chris, you're going to be my last caller. I'm sorry to the others. I'm not going to get to go get to you, but how may I help you, Chris? Um, hi, is that me, Chris? Yeah, that's you. 
Okay, hi. Thank you for taking my call. And you may have, with all the questions you had about connection, um, you may have already given me some opportunities to to have a resource on your website to look for these things. But I have a daughter that recently passed, and there were some medical anomalies, and I just wanted to connect with her to know whether I should pursue um, further investigation into that. And I hadn't been getting any answers. I've I've been trying for maybe a month and hadn't been getting any answers. So. And, and I normally, my human side would say no, but I got a big thumbs up the second you said that with some goosebumps. So uh, pursue that, but with love in your heart, just to okay. for the peace of mind it will bring you. Okay. But make yes, sure it comes that. from a place of openness for what will be learned and how you can use that possibly to help others. Okay? Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You take care. Bye now. Thank you. Bye, Bye now. All right. So I'm. my alarm's going to go off on my phone to remind me to do the drawing, so let's do that real quick. I'll turn off my alarm so it doesn't bother us. I'll do the drawing. You'll notice I'm not looking. <laughs> we had a lot of callers this time. And here's the one I'm drawn to, and it is, uh uh-oh, I think we had two Lauras. Did we have two Lauras? Well, it doesn't matter if we had two. They can both call in. I'm not sure. But Laura's the winner. Contact my assistant, Bev, through the the contact page on my website, and she'll help you choose a course, one of my online courses that you can take. So for the rest of you, everybody listening, I've been told by my guides just to remind you how important what you give out from your energy field, what you radiate as you're trying to connect to the spirit world. We call it the traffic light here. Are you being a green light to the spirit world or yellow light or a red light? So notice your thoughts. Are they getting in the way? Do Are you feeling positive, inspired? Are you feeling up and loving? That's a green light. And you're saying, here I am, spirit world. Or are you going at it a little bit half-heartedly saying, well, I'm not quite sure I can connect, but I'll give it a go. That's a yellow light. Now feel the difference with the energy when a red light would be like this. Well, I don't really believe in this, and I don't think it's going to work, and I've never been able to do it in the past, but I'll try. Can you feel the total difference? So we need to give that green light to the spirit world. Here I am. I may be new at this, or I may not have had success with this in the past, but I'm giving you in spirit all of my love to use to connect with me. I love you so much, and I'm so grateful for this chance to connect. I hope that works for all of you. I love all of you so much and grateful to have connected during this show. See you back here next week. Take care. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast 
and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.